Oh, Jacob. No, Noah Reynolds. Sad emergency podcast for us. Wow. This is our first emergency <laughs> podcast and kind of the uh, worst case scenario uh, emergency podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, we call that a WCS in my book. Worst case scenario. And as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, worst case scenario emergency podcast, that's a WCSEP. It's a worst case scenario emergency podcast. Um, wow. Yeah. We're in it, dude. We are in it. And I did, I did, uh, so if, if you're listening to this, it'd be very weird, but Jamal Murray tours ACL is going to be out for about 12 months. Uh, and it's funny. We Why, record... what is that what they said? 12 months? They didn't say anything yet, but it's, right. it's yeah. normally around 12 months. I don't know. I've been reading so much shit about it that I don't even know what the timetable is so let's not even talk about that like that way so uh i did just want to say when did we we recorded an episode um last weekend sunday saturday uh where the nuggets were pretty much the team to be in the nba uh it was exciting and we as nuggets fans and our guest andy jewett were optimistic yet very um very cautious about getting too excited i would say and what then, do they call that what do they i feel like there's a word or a phrase it, it's not pessimistic like very optimistic right? someone who's like very optimistic but like cautiously so almost you know what i mean right i think we call that a harris alterman i don't know exactly oh, what the okay. term is yeah uh so that. shout out shout out harris the comic that nobody knows but so yeah. and then you could tell we were kind of hesitant being Nuggets fans that something wrong was going to happen. Uh, but I don't think we would ever predict that in two games, the Nuggets would just collapse and the, <laughs> literally uh, ruin uh, it, it, it ruins my night that night. Um, let's let's start there. Noah, what, what did you think? Were you watching the game uh, when it happened? And what was your immediate reaction? Hold on. One more. Sorry, headphones came loose. I'm so oh, no worries. I was just asking what was your initial reaction. Were you watching the game? I did. I watched all the games. Um, that Warriors game was upsetting because Steph Curry, you know, broke Wilt Chamberlain's record in the first quarter. So I, I felt some bad omens from that sort of off the bat. Yeah. Um. Mm. But of course, you know, who I would never have thought that what was to come was to come. Um, and I'm never confident against the Celtics. We spent basically two full episodes bashing Brad Stevens and um <laughs> yeah. his his we'll lack of a per, his lack of, of a personality and his his lack of a you know a, a drive and a will to motivate his team and then there he goes beating the Nuggets in Denver, so um, yeah, not a fan. so even even setting aside the Murray thing, uh, yeah, those those two games were not great, uh, not good energy, and you can't even say like the Celtics game was a weird afternoon because they did pretty much the same thing against the Warriors. Um, so Jamal Noah, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm in ge- generally a pretty positive person. Um, I will just say that, first of all, 
this is obviously a huge loss, probably the second biggest loss the Nuggets could handle uh, uh, besides Jokic. Um, so I, I would just want to say that Jamal, this has been a hard year for everybody, you know, and I think his run in the bubble and even just watching the Nuggets play basketball and the show he gave me, uh, he gave me personally, is just something I'm going to remember. And I don't think I could have gone through this quarantine without it. So shout out Jamal Murray. But in general, I wanted to be a little more positive than what most podcasts are doing, Noah. So I have a couple of positives if you want to go through it. Uh, do you have anything to say about Jamal in general first, about sadness? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Let's just do positive. <laughs> yeah. But- Let's just keep it out because yeah. I don't even want to talk about next season yet, which is already fucked up too. Uh, I, I let's let's keep it to this season too. So my first positive I have written down is that most people still can't watch Altitude. So <laughs> even though that's the number one positive, uh, I don't think a lot of our listeners know too, Noah, that I am a Carolina Panthers fan in the NFL world. Yeah, why would they know that? Yeah, we haven't talked about it. It's not important. But I I will say that I have, like, so much positivity about my teams that I can convince myself into pretty much anything. So I will say it's been, like, a week, and I am already excited and on the bandwagon of Sam Darnold playing quarterback. So that's kind of the mindset. All right, that's exciting. Next topic. All right, my next positive, Noah, I'm going to list off a bunch of stuff, and you tell me when to stop, okay? Okay. All right. FIBA Americans League champion, four-time <laughs> Argentinian League champion, two-time Argentinian League Finals MVP, three-time Argentinian Super 8 tournament winner. I think I know who this is, by the way. I think I know who this is. Two-time Argentinian. I don't even – there's 18 more lists here. Okay, great. <laughs> so, I'm excited. Okay, this is exciting. I can't wait to hear okay. what you're going to say. <laughs> Our guy, Noah. Yes. Paco Compasso. Okay. Time A to list shine. Of this – Argentinian Cup winner, Argentinian Cup MVP. Uh, he was a revelation of the year in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this shit. Uh, you know what's not on here, Noah? Is finals NBA MVP. <laughs> um, and wow. So our guy, Faku, is obviously going to be thrown into a huge role. Honestly, lately I've been thinking he may have been playing himself out of the playoff rotation, <laughs> to be honest. But now that's <laughs> not possible. And I I don't know. So the Nuggets actually, you know, Jamal sat a couple games. They were three and one without Murray. Uh that's not counting Golden State, which was they, they were gonna lose with Murray. <laughs> so right. um, yes. Three and one without Murray. It's a small sample size. Not the best teams. They beat the Spurs twice and Detroit twice, uh, or Detroit once. And I just wanted to go through real quick, Noah. Yeah, Detroit game. Monte started that game, the point guard. He was plus two in twenty three minutes, and Faku off the bench was pl- plus eight in twenty two minutes. So, and then in the Spurs game, that's when Faku started. He was negative two in twenty eight minutes. But Monte was plus 18 and 19 minutes off the bench in his normal bench role, uh, which was the second highest on the team. P.J. Dozier was plus 25 somehow. So 
the second Spurs game, Faku started. He was negative eleven in twenty three minutes, and but Monte again plus fourteen in twenty five minutes, and that was the highest on the team. So this isn't impossible with what the Nuggets currently have. I guess is my point. Um, I know those Faku stats aren't great with the plus minus, but. You know, he gives you actually a little bit more perimeter defense than Jamal does. Um, He obviously can't score a lot, so it's going to be huge for him to get more involved, actually, with the offense. And I'm I'm interested to see the game tonight, where Malone goes with it, and if he – we talked about Monte requesting to come off the bench in his – in his role. Uh, I wonder if, if Malone just says fuck that and starts Monte or if he tries to get Faku more involved, where are you at with the point guard right now? Um, I would, what are you asking me what I would do or what I think yeah, the coach would sure. do? Yeah, um, what would you do? I would, I would put Monte back into the five and, mm. um, and have Faku and have Faku come off, I think, um, to try to kind of maintain um, that stability that we are now of certainly going to lose with um, Jamal being gone. Um, and I think that, I mean, there's no way Monte would be upset with going back into the starting lineup, right? Because he just, no, because he just. You know, he took that big step in saying that he would be happy to to play that that role position as that six. But like that was, you know, things change in an instant, right? So I I don't see why it would be um, a problem. I mean, I still think we had literally, a, you know, we had a conversation um, an episode or two ago about our 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 embarrassment and riches. So I agree with you. I still think we have an incredibly deep bench. Jamal was having, mm-hmm. um, you know, well, his maybe his best season, but I don't. I'm all of us. See now, all of a sudden, I'm being where both of us are trying to be <laughs> positive instead of pessimistic. Yeah. you know, pes- pessimist. I love it. Is, I love it. Um, but I, what's going to happen now is it's just going to have to be more of a team effort in the same way that, um, you know, I guess any team has to put a team effort in when their star one of their star guys gets hurt but guess what i'm saying i mean we talked about it last week what i'm looking for it's going to be some naji time you know it's going to be even more faku time mm-hmm. i'm thinking bull's going to come in there he's going to play point bro you know That's he's, what... he, he's going to shoot he's he loves to shoot guess who likes to shoot point guards so um, that was, that's going to happen that, that was actually my galaxy brain take i wrote down uh <laughs> is the the big lineup from the bubble Let's get Hilarious. let's get Jokic and point guard. Let's get Ball in there, and let's see what teams like make of that in the playoffs. Nobody's ever seen anything like that, probably, right? I mean, I, I mean, can't think of anything unless you're like Magic Johnson being a huge point guard, right. but he's back, still a point guard. I mean, back to our conversation a few weeks ago about when we eventually make the finals and match up against Brooklyn. You know how how is that Brooklyn lineup going to match up against our giant? You know Jokic as point guard starting five. There's no way in hell. And Bull Bull. Yeah. I mean it's it's um, <laughs> you know that's it's going to be it'll be an absolute slaughter. So I'm already I'm already <laughs> excited to to beat the Nets in six. So it's and yeah. and Murray will get his ring, and so will Gary, and that's another thing. So so, so let's um. 
let's let's be clear a little bit though it you you, you mentioned it was it, it will need to be a team effort and i agree a thousand percent because gone are the days where Jokic and murray are gonna save you by having an awesome fourth quarter mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean Jokic still might i guess but he's gonna have to do it with the whole team now um gone is uh probably being able to go down three one they can't do that in a series they're just gonna lose it yeah uh, <laughs> so uh they're really gonna have to do it a little more old-fashioned um but i think that's another positive though the the national conversation of the nuggets are they're not going to be talked about anymore uh they're talked about for like a good couple of weeks of being an actual real contender and it's so funny how the conversation changes from uh well what's jamal murray gonna do in the playoffs he's so inconsistent he's an x factor and now without jamal murray it's like oh they have zero chance at all (laughs) so it's like well was jamal murray like uh important then than more you're given but whatever uh anyway nuggets are in a very familiar position of having (laughs) nothing to lose and i think that's actually gonna benefit uh, the team. I think Jokic likes that position a little bit more. Uh, he hates the MVP talk. Uh, you can, like every time he gets asked about it, he's yeah. like, I don't know. Uh, so I think even being even more underdogs might be good for the Nuggets. But so the fact is, uh, Nuggets got 18 games left. They're fourth in the West. Um, so they got 18 games to figure this out. Now, I think I. I'm probably with you that Monte is more important, but I think he is also very important to the bench. Because if Faku's on the bench, then the bench is looking rough and they can't like shoot at all, uh, <laughs> basically. So I'm thinking, I think Malone is going to try to get Jokic and Faku getting going and not like a two-man game with Murray. But I think Jokic makes everyone so much better that if him and Faku get on like a cool wavelength, I think that might work. Um, I did want to talk to you a little bit about Aaron Gordon. Uh, he, so it's kind of like, so the scoring options, right? Number one, Jokic, obviously. MPJ is going to be our second option now, and he's mm-hmm. going to have to pick up the slack from Jamal. And then so Aaron Gordon is a third, and he's going to have to pick up the slack what MPJ is already doing right now. It's a trickle-down economics. No, I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, I, yeah, I mean, that's my, that's my fucking motto. Trickle-down these <laughs> so, dicks and, dick and balls, bro. That's what I say. <laughs> so actually, like, uh, in a tunnel, Jokic, MPJ, Aaron Gordon is not a bad top three. So, and they're two young athletic guard or like forwards that you're putting with Jokic. So Aaron Gordon's going to have to get more involved with the offense. Uh, his honeymoon phase seems to be over already. Um, he's been a little less involved, so he's going to really have to get m- more touches, uh, shoot more than he's been doing, which he can do. He's been doing that in, in Orlando. Um, Correct. So we're going to see how that goes. And then Barton as a fourth option. He probably thinks he's number two, which is a problem, <laughs> but we're going to figure that out. And then the rest is number five, Faku, Faku Monte, whoever on the bench is shooting well. Um, yeah. So... I wanted to ask you, Noah, the national conversation right now, I've heard a couple times, is that Nuggets now 
Um, probably won't even get out of the first round. Uh, what hmm. do you think about that? And I, it's really, it's really matchup dependent on who they uh, face. But what, what is your general thought about that? I mean, I, I bet they'll be underdogs in the first round. Let's just say that. So as of right now, who is the eighth seed? Let me look. I didn't pull it up. So oh, wait, no, we wouldn't be eight. The we playing would be five. game. Yeah. Yeah. So right now we're playing the Lakers. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So hmm. that would be bad for sure. That would be bad. So even dropping in the standings wouldn't be terrible. Yeah. So I don't at see this... anyone else dropping and Nuggets rising. Yeah. So I guess at this point, stand standings is not a concern, right? We have to look at it at I mean, that not point. Not really. No. Yeah. And um, certainly Clippers and Lakers aren't worried about that. And I am still holding my breath that Phoenix and the Jazz will capitulate at some point because, you know, um, they, those organizations are in Phoenix and Salt Lake City, uh, respectively. So <laughs> why wouldn't they <laughs> Could right. eventually fail? Um, but I don't know. I'm, I, I, it's a little bit... I don't know. And then you saw Portland. I mean, Portland's still farting around. They have a full healthy team as far as I know because, you know, I'm, yeah. uh, I pay attention to Portland all the time. And, um, I mean, yeah, dude, I I guess it's – yeah, I guess, I guess it's just more about – I don't know. I'm looking at all these Jamal pictures now just from my photo album and just kind of crying. Oh, good. Okay, mm. well, I I guess my point is is that if Jokic gets it going in the playoffs and he's the best player on the floor, Nuggets are going to be in okay shape. Uh, Agreed. It, and if MPJ, uh, to piggyback off that, if MPJ plays as he's been playing all year, then I think they'll also be good. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like a week ago, I saw so much uh, media talk about MPJ uh, being the next Clay Thompson, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, now it's like Jokic has no one, <laughs> you know. So it's like, well, MPJ is still going to shoot. And these last couple games without Murray, he's not scared to shoot. Uh, he didn't have a good couple games, but I mean, since he's been there, people have been talking about he's the best shooter on the Nuggets. So I don't see him getting more shots as a super bad thing. Um, I don't either. That's going to be. I think. I, I mean, I think. Eh, if you really want to look at it and be really cynical about it is, you know, less Jamal time, it just means it's going to be more time for all these other players that we want to see more time for. And, yeah. um, you know, whether that means that they're going to perform and capitalize on that time is a totally different question. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's a total loss. It's It's something that's... I didn't think I was going to have to deal with or cope with, frankly. And, um, you yeah. know, F the Lakers and F, F the Jazz. And I think that's F a pretty em. good place to F. Yeah. Uh, you know, F them to heck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> F them to heck. And we'll see you in the playoffs. And, hey, we still have probably the MVP. So, I don't – Nuggets fans are, have seemed to be – I mean, I get it. This is the worst case scenario. We talked about that. It is uh, uh, WSCEP. Uh, um, but, yeah. you know, things are okay. And I, 
Faku, I listed off those things. He's a winning player. He's still getting adjusted to the NBA. Yesterday, against uh, two days ago against Steph Curry, he held Steph to one for four shooting for seven points and five turnovers, Noah. Five mm-hmm. turnovers yeah. against his time against Steph Curry. Uh, to compare, I don't want to like throw dirt on him, but Jamal was six for seven. Steph was six for seven against Jamal for 18 points. So mm. the D is there. Baku, he just needs to be an offensive threat, and we'll see if that figures it out. Um, before we go, Noah, the Nuggets, I was going to pitch some replacements through the buyout market with you. But the Nuggets, oh, yeah. they are looking like they're going to sign Austin Rivers. That's um, right, was dude. The kid. The top of my list. The kid, Austin Rivers. Uh, just so when the Nuggets are facing the uh, four, uh, 69, 69ers, uh, <laughs> the fucking 76ers <laughs> in the finals, it'd be a Doc Austin fatherhood family feud. And sure would. Austin Rivers. Honestly, I've never been a huge fan, but <laughs> hey, he has 45 playoff games experience. That is 10 more than Monte, and I mean, probably not as much as Faku if you want to count his playoff experience, quote-unquote. <laughs> but Faku technically Harsh. has zero NBA playoff games. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Austin Rivers is oh, playable, geez. and I was going to pitch uh, Moutier to you, Noah, but uh, I guess not. I guess no Moutier return, and we're going with Austin well, Rivers. It's so funny. Emmanuel Moutier is still, like, I think 25 years old or something ridiculous, and Austin Rivers yeah. is, like, 45 years old. So I would take both of them. Let's see. Emmanuel Moutier. Yeah. 25. Yeah, That's who, exactly how old he is. How fucking crazy who, is that? Who is uh, who's older? Is it Austin Rivers or the Nile River? Oh, um, I guess I can look it up. Let me look it up. Nile <laughs> no, River age. No, I'm looking it up. I'll look it up. The Nile River is 30 million years old. Okay, Austin River. River's age is... Austin River is 28 years old. Okay, so uh, 30... I think the Nile River is older. <laughs> well, that's all I had, though, for positives. All right, uh, very good. To be honest, I think we're did looking... you have anything else? I mean, I'm surprised we were actually pretty on the same page of being pretty positive about it. and. This is being a fan I mean, of a team, you know? It's part of a journey. Yeah, I mean, well, what else are we going to do? I mean, if we'd be assholes if we just sat here and tried to, you know, we're like, well, the season's over and um, we're done. Like, right? We'd just be shitty. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but I mean, in a real legitimate way, I, I am very worried. And um, if we lose, I mean, we lost two games in a row since our last conversation. If that yep. is a trend that continues... I mean, you were under the assumption that we were going to run the board on the last 18 games of the year, so that yeah. uh, has not happened. And, and it looked like that for a good week. And then I went to the game sort of. and saw that kind of collapse. And then Yeah, um, thanks. Thanks for that. And then ever since then, it's been uh, the worst the worst ever. But, you know, shouts out to Jamal Murray. I love him so much. I... Again, couldn't get through quarantine without him. He is, and obviously he's like a good person because so many people are shouting him out and he's really respected across the league. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
if anyone is going to be back quick from this, it's Jamal Murray. So, shouts out. And if he, if he, if Jamal, if you're listening and ever want to eat some chicken and talk about the Nuggets, hey, we're here. Do they have, is there like a special, I'm going to look it up too, special chicken in Canada? Special Canada oh. chicken. That might be good. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Limited time offer chicken. Um, anyway, cool. Well, we'll be back on Saturday for our regular scheduled programming, I think. Probably, hopefully, have some better yeah. news. Nuggets are Nuggets are playing the Miami Heat tonight. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, so, hopefully we'll no. have a uh, Faku Composo 50-point game to talk about this weekend. So. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure that'll happen, yeah. All right. <laughs> cool, Jacob. All right. Well, it's love nice, you, Noah. Nice. Love you, bye. Bye.